trackies and trackers. Welcome to this amazing Star Trek podcast on Track Tuesday. I'm your host Dorenda, and together with my lovely co-host Amanda Hopper, we recap every two weeks an episode of Star Trek TNG. All the episodes will be recapping Chronicle following. We will approach each episode with humor and a fathom and luck. Today we recap the episode Too Short a Season. Well guys, let's call Amanda again for this recap. Hello Amanda. Well hello. What's Hi. up? How are you doing? I'm doing very good. It, we actually had some nice weather today. It was I think it was plus one or negative one. I can't remember, but it wasn't that cold out this morning. Right okay. now it's kinda windy, like really windy. <laughs> well, yeah, part part of our um, the what do they call it on the edge of the house? The drainage edge, I think they call it. Mm. Oh, whatever. Yeah, the awning part of the awning is falling off. Okay, okay. Just hanging there, flapping in the wind. Yeah, well, let's start with the recap. This recap was um, or oh, this episode was very interesting. And, yes, uh, it was. I think we probably can say that this, well, there would be kind of a uh, um, um, more like there was a team in this one, like uh, the Admiral was looking for a cure for his disease, but he also wanted to become younger. Yeah, it kind of, kind, kind of backfired on him too. Yeah, because in the end he died, but died. it was like he was, uh, he was looking for a cure, but also like a uh, poison to be younger. And the jabs that he got, or the medicine that he got, was really like. Um, in a test phase mm. and he was more or less a test subject and he used both doses and uh, it wasn't painless for him because it was he had a lot of pain when he trans mm. made the transition to um, become younger and his appearance would be younger it's like mm. uh, uh, it's like the uh, the movie of uh, the Benjamin uh, Yeah, yeah, I want to say that. Yeah, yeah, it it's exactly like, a like button reversal. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's uh, I don't want to say weird, but I think it's a, a a a subject that is really up to date even for now because. Everyone wants to look long, uh, younger in a way, so... Yeah, they do. With all these weird chemicals and anti-aging creams and all that weird crap. Which costs thousands of dollars in the... About a few grand a year just to buy bottles of this stuff. It's gotta cost that much. Basically, companies are making millions on anti-aging stuff. Which we all know half that stuff probably doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Well, me neither. I uh, I like a natural. 
Oh, I'm fully natural. I always, I always say the wrinkles you got is just a um, it's just an, a sign. sign of becoming older and wiser. Yeah, and signs that you also lived a good life. Mm-hmm. As I like to put it. So this is a very, very, in a way, good episode. Because, hmm. well, we see that um, Starfleet had a um, transmission of, uh, what's his name? He was an enemy of um, Admiral Mark Jameson because he used to uh, negotiate with him. Hmm. Uh, for the hostage at the time, but the Admiral was really daunting because he gave uh, what's his name? I'm going to check my uh, Carnes. What's his name? Yeah, he gave Carnes weapons, and there yeah, was he, about yeah. 65 people or something that. We're dead on that mission. Yeah, it wasn't just... Oh, I can't pronounce that guy's name. How do you pronounce it again? Carnus? Carnus, yeah. Carnus. Yeah, he didn't just give Carnus weapons. I think he also gave the other people weapons, too, if I'm correct. I can't remember, but... It seems oh, that, that... It seems that... He... Still had... He changed the looks for Starfleet, so... He was become in a better light, stand in a better light for Starfleet, and that he would be the hero of this all. And but nobody knew that he did disgusting things to get it. So it was not really honorable what happened. No, he he didn't do like it wasn't very honorable giving weapons to either side, I guess, and. The fact that he also had this medical condition too after, for the past few years, and he decides, hmm, I'm going to take this um, anti aging type potion thingy to help him out. Mm. He said if it worked, he, he was going to give one to his uh, wife. I don't recall her name. She oh. was super shocked when she found out the whole thing, mm. what he was. Uh, doing and I must say I liked his wife mm. she, she, wasn't was very... she was she wasn't just shocked she was pissed like she wasn't happy no but who will if you have a husband you trust for so many years and then in, uh, instead of confining her what he's doing he kept his mouth shut, and only when he got the pain and started getting younger, uh, eventually he told her. Yeah, you can't hide something like getting younger from your wife. She's going to discover it eventually. Mm. You can't hide that. And the no. fact that since he was and since he was getting younger, he was getting a little more. How should I put it bluntly? Feisty with her. And then, go to the bedroom? Yeah, and then he, he he also suggested that she should take it so she would be younger. I think yes, a lot of you uh, a lot of women 
would take that opportunity, but I don't think that we women wants to be a subject or guinea pig for a medicine of poison that has never been tested. I wouldn't want to be the guinea pig either trying to have that done. I wouldn't want to try anything like that. Plus she was, plus she was already good looking for her age. Yeah, that's what I mean. And, and I was thinking, why does she need to be younger? She aged beautifully. Mm. Mm. She did. And for that time, if you if you compare that, for example, with uh, Amanda Grayson, the mother of Spock, young Spock, she is totally, yeah, they are so beautiful. And then to say, yeah, you have to be looking younger. Admiral Mark Jameson was already 81 years old. So why, and at least two to five years sick, and he had the Everson disease, so and it wasn't mm. even a, a, a disease that they don't have a cure for. So when Beverly Crusher noticed that that there was something pretty wrong with the Admiral, mm. and she was super suspicious, and I must say it was of course Doctor Crusher again who will find out what it is and, and that's what one thing i love about dr crusher she has the determination to succeed and go mm. that extra mile nobody will take she'll get she'll 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 try to she'll find out what's wrong with you no matter what what's going on she'll get right down to business and find out the problem i think she got that from her mother but she, because mm. uh, her mom taught her the old school with how she can yeah. heal with herbs like and roots and etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what plant can heal this? What can't plant can help with like arthritis and stuff like that? Yeah, you remember that. You rem- you remember that episode when uh, I believe Picard, Wolf, and she went on a mission and they felt the ground was falling uh, down and she oh. was very very injured she was telling Picard what she needed to say okay if that root was yellow and it tasted bitter then it was this and he could use it for her to heal etc etc and that's what I always loved about Dr. Crush she always find a way yeah Yes, now that you mentioned, I do remember that episode. It was Data, Yar, Her, and Picard that were on the planet. Yeah, yeah. And it was a planet full of, like, destructive droids that want to kill you. Yeah. I do think, once again, Dr. Crusher has a big role in this because she had to monitor uh, the Admiral's state. Also, state of mind, but also state of health, of course. And there was a point at the end that uh, they beam down and they they meet Carnes and you see how uh, fiery the uh, rivalry is between Jameson and Carnes and uh, Carnes didn't believe Jameson was sick and 
Ik kon hem beleefd houden, jong. Ja, maar was. So, yeah, and he also believed that that they swapped the admiral for a younger person. Yeah. And he goes, well, if you are the admiral, show me this scar from our blood oath, I think it was. And he just rolls up his sleeves like, there, is that enough proof for you? And I guess as soon as he saw that, he's shocked. He's like, you are him. The admiral changed, uh, had another episode that he became younger in front of them. And then that's when he could see that it was really the Admiral. Oh, excuse me, I just burped. <laughs> well, there, isn't there also some other episodes out there of aging and de-aging type episodes? I think there is. Yeah. Wasn't that with um, Dr. Uh, Kate Pulaski? Yes, there was that one. But there's also like de-evolving and all that stuff, those episodes. Oh, I can't remember. And, but there was one where this man was stealing the life forms of younger people, like the life from younger people, making them older. Like he decided, oh, I'm going to date Deanna. I think you remember that one? No, I can't remember. And that's yeah. where Deanna got older because he was stealing her, her age, her youth, basically. He was stealing her youth without her actually realizing what was going on. I can only remember that with Jake. Jake Sisko. In Deep Space oh. Nine. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> we at Family <laughs> will come to that episode. <laughs> where we're doing yeah. this Eventually. as long as we're gonna do. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually, yeah. Oh, there was that also a moment that uh, the Admiral was on the bridge and he said, well, it is your... Uh, ship, but it is my mission. You need to know that. And he was uh, Admiral on the bridge, and he stood up from his wheelchair, and everyone was looking, "What the heck?" <laughs> yeah, and he just very carefully he got out of his chair, and yeah, everybody was like, "What the heck?" I thought he was confined to the chair. Yeah, and yeah, he started yeah, shuffling yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he starts shuffling over to the uh, calm area, mm. like the curved calm. Oh, yeah, and he's, then he said to LaForge, uh, LaForge, uh, calm, you can go, uh, I will navigate, I fly to the uh, coordinates uh, where we need to go, and uh, in my younger days I was a very good pilot, etc, etc, etc. And that was weird, because he was confined to the wheelchair. I must say that was very weird to uh, see that 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 he was standing up and uh, also Dr. Crusher was saying what the heck is going on and one moment you see him standing up and the next moment she had to go to his quarters because he was in pain. Yeah, he he was having like a pain up in his one of it, uh, right near one of his shoulders and his wife's like medical emergency to the admiral's quarters so mm -hmm. crusher had to go down i think i think she took him back to the med bay i think yeah she needs to uh do some tests because that mm. that wasn't good enough you know and like she was telling picard all this stuff and like she said she was super stumped about it what was going on with this de-aging and all that she was like really stumped and confused wasn't it also that the actor who played Carnus, wasn't he also the one that was found in the episode with 
uh, those four people that were in uh, station uh, status uh, uh, oh. things with Amelia Earhart and Frank Earhart and uh, you mean you know there were two there was a musician and they had also oh. diseases from the I think the 19th or 20th century and they were in stasis because they thought okay if you will uh, wake up a lot later then there will be a cure for our disease yeah it wasn't Amelia Earhart it was a housewife she had she had like I think it was an embolism I think and then mm. they put her in a stasis to see if it could be healed in the future along with those three guys and one of them was like a country singer yeah yeah, yeah I, think, I think that might have been him in that episode. If we'll we'll figure it out for this one when we get to that one. <laughs> it's so confusing. Like some of these people have been in more than one episode. So there was a moment that Picard wanted answers, and he went to the Admiral quarters, and the Admiral was telling him the whole story, and you really could see that Picard was shocked. I think uh, Picard. I don't want to say Picard always have done things uh, f uh, from the Prime Directive, but I do think he played a lot of the, uh, from the roles. And knowing that an admiral that has a lot of inside of the whole Starfleet world, he gets now to know the dirty laundry. What was your yeah? What was your thoughts about that? Of of that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like now that he knows what's going on, Picard's. I think Picard was um, not impressed with what he did. I guess. Hmm. I guess you could say he was not very impressed with him with what he did. And I th think Picard also might have said the guy that he was foolish for taking that. Um, unknown type vaccine and what it could have done. Like, yeah. he, if he took it, it could have easily killed him right away. Did you notice in the beginning of the episode, because, of course, Counselor Troy could feel his moods, uh, that also she was thinking or got the feeling, okay, there was m something more to this. Yeah, I saw her looking at him, and you can tell she looked a little confused when she was reading him, like sensing him, or whatever you call it. And I think not only she, but also uh, Picard and Riker, that they were really thinking of, what the hell's going on here? This is not the Admiral we know, and as an Admiral, you don't uh, behave like that. Yeah, I think I think everybody was confused when they saw him do that. And it was really weird that an admiral will fly the ship to a position that only he knows knows, and that's just just weird. Mm -hmm. Although I must say, if you look at, for example, Discovery or Picard, there are high-ranking officers who will take the com or take their former places in and not only as the captain or an admiral or whatever 
I think this this episode there is a a, a lesson to learn, namely, don't try all the things like medicine or tablets that's coming out and just be sure, first sure that it will work and that you won't be harmed or whatever. And always read the instructions on the packet too. And one way I can understand the Admiral because he wanted to become better, he wanted to mm. uh, have some more time with his wife, but then mm. the other hand, it was suicide. Basically taking something when you don't know what it's going to do to your body. That's basically what it was. Yeah, so he's... I think he was thinking it doesn't matter anymore because I'm already dead. So what do I have to lose? And I think that I'm, that's come to mind now is that he also could have... At the end, when he was became, become younger, he was cocky and he was self-assured and he was really trying to be the big man. Yeah, he was getting pretty uh, snarky with people. Now, then he, when he was turning younger, he was being a bit snarky and I guess you could say demanding? Yeah. That's right. And also, what I do, and, and that's what I saw in the last moment, when he was on his youngest, just before he's dead, um, you remember the actor Bill Praxton? Oh, yes, Bill Paxton. What show? What's he played oh, okay. in... Oh, yeah, he played in that... Uh, he played in Twister. And yes, he that's it. Twister with Helen Hunt. Yeah, and he played also in uh, Apollo 13 with Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Uh, but he looked like Bill Praxton. And that was really huh. funny. Uh, there, was a, there was a moment that I was thinking, huh, is that Bill Praxton? No, can't be. And you could see that when the Yammer was, was very old, you could see that's all prosthetic, etc. Oh, yeah. If you, if you remember the episode in Discovery with, in Season 2 with Pike, when he got those time crystals and he became, he saw his own future, that he would be very burned and was in a wheelchair, yeah, you could see, and that was funny. I saw a, on Twitter, I saw a, a little video that they put the prosthetic on when he was very burned in that way. And I was thinking they would have to do the same technique to the Admiral because um, mm. you could see, I think that the Admiral was really, really young at the time. And you could see that in the last few shots, I don't know. I, I I think I will never expose my body to something like that because I already no. I have I got the same feeling with uh the Admiral at this point. And Yeah yeah, he probably didn't trust the, his doctors as much. Like some people just don't trust their regular doctor or the hospital, so they usually just go to like um what do they call it homeopathic doctors? Uh, well, I don't think it was a homeopathic doctor, but it was more like they had a formula 
on some kind of a planet, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It was experimental instead of already no. had that much tested and etc. So, but okay, I know how he is feeling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we have everything for this episode. Do you like to add something, Amanda? No, I really can't think much of anything, but the whole taking an experimental drug thing is something I would not like to do. But anyway, but on the COVID thing was a kind of experimental thing there at the beginning, but I waited for a while. So, yeah. <laughs> what of how would you rate this episode? About an eight and a half or nine or something like that? I would rate it like any eight. Hmm. It yeah, was a good episode, that. a good storyline, but still a little... How can I say this? Maybe still a little... No, it's, it's, I think it's a bit... A too big story for just one episode. I got the same feeling last week, well, last time. Yeah, because some episodes, they tend to keep the one story, but I like episodes that have, like, multiple little stories in between. Mm. Yeah. Like when, like with Data, like when Data, when they do the brother episode brothers, it's not just one story. There's a couple of stories. I think that's, that's, but guys, we are still in season one. Don't forget that. So they're still figuring out <laughs> how or what. I'm going, I have my list in front of me. So one, two, three, four, five, six, six. seven, eight, nine, seven. ten. Just. 10 episodes to go till season 2. Wow. So, bear with us. <laughs> That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> well, it's going to be okay. We will get oh, through yeah. it eventually. Oh, we yeah. still got. Oh, yeah. After that, after that, we still got six seasons to do of TNG. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know that. Um, well, it was your turn to um, uh, think of a question today. Ooh, I forgot about that. Oh, jeez. I don't know what to think of one. Uh, well, if, if you were given, like, say, experimental drug for the fountain of youth, would you try it? Or would you not try it? Me? I'd probably leave that crap alone. Because mm. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what it would do to you besides give you a youth? Yeah, me too, me too. It would probably screw you up. Yeah, not only that, but you see, you saw the outcome with the Admiral and... Oh, yeah, it killed uh, him. The question is, would you have your own death in your own hands or would you just die of a, quote, natural death, unquote, what would you prefer, you know? Yeah, she said the question better than me. <laughs> My brain well, just can't think sometimes. I do think it's, it's very scary also to uh, try a experimental drug or just a drug that you have heard of and yeah, you don't know what it takes and like with Ritalin, like I was taking Ritalin in school, I had people ask me if it turned me into a zombie. I was like, no, it don't turn me into a zombie, it just makes me focus more. 
But since since I've been in high school, high school which is over twenty plus years, I haven't been taking this stuff. The only the only meds I've been taking are my allergy pills, and they work hmm. wonders. So, um, well, I think that this was it for today. And uh, we will see you guys in about two weeks. Then we will recap another episode of TNG. If you like what we are doing, uh, comment in the comments uh, in YouTube or in the Facebook group. And who knows what we can talk about. Um, I must say, I was a little disappointed because there were not many people who were in the uh, live discussion of two weeks ago. Uh, I think if we have uh, a two-parter, maybe we can do a try it again. Because I think uh, that will be nice to discuss. Or we will have a live uh, video chat uh on mm. there so um yeah i just uh hope that you guys like it and uh yeah tell ananda and me how we're doing it and if you want to uh like to see some changes or whatever we always can see what we can do and um well let's say this i will we will see you in about two weeks. Live long and prosper. Yep. Yeah, to live long and prosper. It's also Happy International Women's Day also. Yeah, I for totally forgot that. Happy International <laughs> Women's Day. Oh, maybe yeah. we can do that. Maybe, maybe we can do that an extra uh, episode about it. The woman in uh, the power woman in Star Trek. That's a nice one. Yeah. Maybe I will see. Maybe I put something on the uh, on the Facebook ch uh, group of uh, okay, guys, uh, let's do this. I know the Star Trek website I used to write for. There was someone who already done that, so uh, maybe I can put the link on uh, on the description of this episode, so you guys can oh. take a look as well. But, yeah, don't forget, there were a very strong woman in, 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 in Star Trek. Yes, there were. Well, guys, live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Dear listeners, thank you for listening and join us in two weeks for a new episode recap. In the next episode, we will recap the episode, When the Bot Breaks. Ghost Hacker and Track is also to listen, follow and subscribe on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the Facebook group and the YouTube channel. If you'd like to comment on this episode or talk with us about the Star Trek episode we just recapped, you can reach out on the Facebook group and the YouTube channel of Ghost Talking Track. We will see you in two weeks. Live long and prosper! Thank you.